ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another fantastic episode of HR Talk, Human Resource Talking, uh, your number one spot for all all things human resources nowadays, it kind of seems. And I, I put it that way with intent, ladies and gentlemen, and here's why. There's so many amazing HR podcasts out there. There really are. But you know this is the best one. And you know with us being the best one, you can stop by and actually see us in person at the Space Coast HR Conference coming up this April where we are going to be featuring many amazing guests. But before we get into that, please welcome the man, the myth, the legend. The guy who doesn't need an introduction but demands it by contractual degree. Ricky Bobs. The man who always leaves Google Hangout links on initial invites. Don't even get me started with that. You're killing me with that. I can't even tell you how many people. If, if you roll back in time just a little bit, I remember you sent that out, and it was over to... Uh, who was that? It was HRCI, Amy Dufresne. And, and, and oh, the link right. went forward, and there was all that debate and discussion in advance. And I'm like, Baez, what are you doing? And you're like, I know, I got this. I got this. Yeah, it's all good. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank when you're, you're putting your meetings together, double check the links you're putting out there. Here he's sending people over to Katmandu. I don't even know what <laughs> website you sent our guests to today. My goodness, you. Let me tell you. Well, well we found them. We found each other. So we're good. This is what happens when technology gets way smarter than I am, which is really easy to do, by the way. Yeah, no doubt. Very you never want to talk do. about technology. That's half the battle with you sometimes. You're all like, <laughs> oh, is. title VII, title VII. I'm like, well, there's data behind that. Come on. Hey, VII. I'm still updating my MySpace account, so leave me alone, okay? <laughs> <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah, you're late to the show today because you had index cards to go over with your team at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I killed trees. That's right. For knowledge. That's all right. You got people coming by dropping notes in your HR box outside your office. That goes straight into a shredder, yeah, right? right. <laughs> That's what that is. Awesome. So, bro, we got we got some great guests today. Did you know that? Yeah, I'm staring, that, know that. staring at them are on you? camera right now oh, yeah. as they're patiently we waiting. So if you could, please, a little introduction for our amazing guests. <laughs> All right, that's right. So, folks, you know, everybody knows that we're going to be at the uh, 2022 Space Ghost HR Conference, which is going to be in April 20th this year, just a few months away. Actually, yeah, just just it's, it's right around the corner, if you think about it. And uh, it's going to be in Cape Canaveral. But right now we have two very special guests who are key key positions in the whole process where they are they they are the reason why this is happening this year so ladies and gentlemen i would love to introduce to you miss kathy scott she is the president of south brevard sherm and mr alan bernstein the president of space coast hr association hi ricky welcome hi. team kathy alan yeah. how are you guys in this beautiful florida evening couldn't Doing be better. Great. <laughs> right? You see that? Because out oh, of man. all four of us here, only three of us are in Florida. One of them is way up north where it's really cold. Y he's is always got to rub it in. He's always got to rub it in. I'm sitting here in Buffalo, freezing my tail off, wishing that I was in Melbourne. I want to re like relocate my life and start over. And there's so much opportunity down there. Now, Buffalo's beautiful, but don't get me wrong. I envy all three of you right now with all of my soul. Truly. <laughs> yeah, JC, I used to live up in the Northeast. I don't miss it at all. I, there I, you go. You see my man. He's, he's like my <laughs> spirit animal. I need to follow you, Alan. Let me tell you. <laughs> Excellent. So, Kathy, Alan, again, welcome. Thank you very Thank much you. for taking time out of your uh, busy day to uh, to uh, sit here with us and talk about Space Coast 
HR conference. So um, actually, Kathy, I'll start with you. Um, if you could tell the uh, the audience a little bit about you and then we'll transition over to Alan. So I am, as you mentioned, the president of South Brevard Sherm. We are uh, the HR professional association for the about half of Brevard County. Um, the county is really long. It's about 75 miles from the north end to the south end. So mm. we split it in half so people could get to meetings and get to know people in their local area. Um, I am I'm thrilled to be the president. We have a great group of people. And one of the fun things we do every year is sponsoring the conference with the Space Coast HR Association team. Um, the thing that I do that that um, pays me money is I'm a, an HRIS analyst for a defense contractor that is based in Arlington, Virginia, and um, love what I do. And I'm, I'm the first one that will tell you that I love my team, I love my boss, I love my work. I couldn't be happier to be doing data in HR. Look at that, look at that. <laughs> she just loves everything about her career. That. You know what, Kathy, people ask it's it, that question is asked to people all the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I've ever heard it as anybody answer that question as authentically as you just did. People say, <laughs> yeah, I love it. You're like, I love my people. I love what I do. I love everything about love, mm -hmm. everything about love. I just love it. <laughs> so that's awesome. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, and, and Alan. Thanks, Ricky. JC, good to see you guys. My name is Alan Bernstein. I own my own company, HR Office Savers. I spent a little bit over 20 years in corporate human resources from Verizon Wireless to Honeywell International to Harris Corporation here locally. And in 2018, I left corporate and started my own firm focusing on HR consulting services fractional for small companies that are big enough to have HR problems and still mm -hmm. small enough to not have their own HR person. And with that, I wanted to also give back to the community so I spent a lot of time volunteering with the Melbourne Regional Chamber and the Space Coast HR Association. So I'm now president of what we call locally SHRA, S-C-H-R-A, Space Coast HR Association. And Kathy and I as partners in this Brevard County mix of fulfilling HR dreams for our local HR people. It's really quite interesting. So our meetings are really focused, just as Kathy's are, but our meetings are focused on networking, education, and community involvement. This is our tw 25th year of partnering together, officially the 25th year. So we're calling this our silver anniversary, which we'll get into, I'm sure, in a little bit. And it's just really cool and exciting to have the two groups within Brevard partner up and promote HR to not just Brevard, and we reach other uh, adjacent counties as well. And last year, well, even through the COVID times, we had a really good showing. We're hoping for over 200 people this year. And just really sharing and great speakers and it's just so cool to see people come to these meetings and leave with more information than they started with that's pretty neat absolutely that's awesome hey awesome. i i got a question for the both of you right away uh, so when when we think about individual uh, sherm associations and organizations many times they're heading forward into conferences or things that they do in the community by themselves but you do have this unique partnership that goes back a bit could you tell us a little bit about that connection and that synergy between the two of you? Yeah, I mean, I'll kick it off. I think, you know, Kathy and I have also developed a friendship outside of just being presidents of our chapters, which has been really helpful as we continue to partner. Uh, we've been doing this together for 25 years, and I can't speak to anything before 2018, but the short time I've been involved, it's been really fascinating to see the different personalities get together in the county last year. We had 100% participation from the chapter board members to support the, the conference, and I'm hoping we're targeting the same for this year. 
And it's really about building that together. Community involvement also. Kathy's got a really strong community chair on her board that's already leading the charge in Brevard. And the Space Coast Nature Association is looking to partner with what South Brevard has already done. So stuff like that, JC, to really kind of just build it out and up and promote each other's meetings and Mm -hmm. go to conferences together and just kind of keep building it. And I, I would add to that, you know, we are in a little bit of an interesting situation geographically, because if you look at some of the other places where um, Sherm has chapters, so pick on Orlando or Jacksonville, or even down in Vero Beach, right? The, it, the geography is a little different. There's one group for that city, or there's, there's one group for that, that part of town. Brevard County is so big and we're, we're a mix of things. So I, if you want to talk about it in, in short terms, I live in Space Coast HRA. My company is in South Brevard Sherm, right? And it's very, when you say to people, pick the meeting that fits what's best for you. Is that close to where you live? Is that close to where you work? There's a lot of interplay between the two groups. And it's not always the, the, the group that's close to your home. It's or the group that's close to your office. It's whatever makes sense based on your situation. So take all the HR professionals in Brevard County and we're all over the place. We participate in the group that fits us the best. And it's great to have those options. And we have a really good partnership. Um, you know, we, we offer um, similar but different right um, things. And so it's not nobody's ever in a place where they say, well, I just heard that at one group and I'm, I'm going to hear it again at the other. We do a nice job of keeping everything in the mix for folks. So it's a lot of fun. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we, we do have some breaking news coming in. We have an immediate email that I've received as of today. Hi, JC. It's a pleasure to be typing to you again. This is Robin. By the way, you have a nice smile. This year, we are inviting two community partners to the event in an effort to help HR and the organization's partnership. Could we expand upon that? We have a new community partnership at play. Is that right? Oh, boy, I'm going to jump in on this one because I love it. I have to give props to Alan. This is his idea that I'm going to shamelessly talk about first. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, you know, we are both of our groups have really tried to put the, the spotlight on um, having a bigger community impact. And so for South Brevard, that's meant that we have somebody that reaches out to a bunch of different organizations and sets us up for volunteer opportunities. So we do mm-hmm. beach cleanups. We, um, we've done meal delivery for Meals on Wheels. We do school supply drives. We raise money. We do a lot of different things like that. Um, and this year at the conference, um, we can talk about one of the groups. The other one we're still confirming, but um, there's an organization in Brevard County that's it used to be Brevard Achievement Center. It's now BAC Employee. And they are an organization that works to find um, employment opportunities for people with disabilities. And they are going to be at the conference as one of our community partners. Um, that gives them access to more than 55 different organizations that are going to be represented at the event, um, gives them the chance to meet people that they might not have met before, share their message and their mission with a, a wide audience and hopefully get them some exposure and some more opportunities to employ their folks. And so we're really excited to do that. This is the first year that that's going to happen at the conference. And I'm looking forward to many more years. That is awesome. That mm-hmm. is awesome. And, and you know what? I'm really glad you guys are 
are doing that because there is so much talent in so many different communities that organizations mm-hmm. just don't know to look into. Right. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. I love that idea where you can highlight where these talents are, how to find those talents and how to create that bridge. So it'll be easy to actually come in, figure out how commit, how, how they can mend that relationship. So thank you for that. I read that, that mm-hmm. I can't wait. I can't mm-hmm. wait. Folks, again, April 20th, that's happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> awesome. So guys, I have to ask, I really have to ask. So, um, I know I, it's, I know it takes a lot of time and effort to put a conference together. And I guess my question is how, other than the obvious since before the, the, uh, the uh, pandemic, um, how difficult has it been to make sure that you put a conference together that's valuable for the for the attendees, especially in this post not so post pandemic era? Because I'm sure, yes, you've got the the hotel, you've got the 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 conference area, but I guess what I want to know is how do you choose the speakers to make sure that we are able to deliver the value for these HR pros in the center in 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 just in Florida in general. So uh, Kathy's been on this committee longer than me, and I'll, I'll answer, Ricky, part of that question in more of an observational way for me, just riding along last year. Yeah. And, of, and again, this year as the president, you know, I'm involved in trying to promote within Brevard and within both chapters. But we're fortunate to have folks on the committee that have been doing it for quite a bit. Remember, it's our 25th year officially of doing this together. So we've got a routine in a way, at least we, a blueprint is a better word than routine. Mm. Um, Robin Westervelt is our chairperson for the committee, and she's been doing this for, what, Kathy, seven years, eight years? Mm-hmm. I mean, quite a bit. Kathy's been on the committee for a bit. We had uh, the good fortune last year of having um, Julie Song. I'll throw her name because she was our treasurer for seven years. She retired last year, but she supported the conference. So we've had some really good um mind share the whole way through and then we have new folks coming in learning and training and i think like any other volunteer opportunity you can't go into it halfway i mean we go into it and we have unfortunately well we've we've had to find the right people to help at the conference but i think overall we've had some really good participation from both chapters even folks that aren't part of the chapters but want to come in and help it's been really great and I, I have to give a shout out to Tandy Berst. So Tandy is our speaker mm-hmm. chairperson. She is responsible for um, getting people identified, vetting, um, working with them on their topics. It's amazing. And I think it's a process of, you know, all year long we get solicitations from speakers who, who want to come and, and speak at the conference, speak at a chapter meeting. Um, Tandy has people reaching out to her because she's been doing this for so long. Yeah. And it really boils down to what's the right mix of um, of speaker and then also message. You know, we wouldn't, as much as people love an HR legal update, we wouldn't want a whole day of, of legal update. And so it's, Hang on, let's let me, have a little bit of... Kathy, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I <have> to... <laughs> and and yes, Kathy, I mean, what Tandy's done for us, so she'll give us a list, a long mm-hmm. list of people that either we've referred to her or she's created herself or she's gathered year over year because, you know, we're already planning or thinking about 2023. And as soon as 2022 ends, I think Robin calls a meeting right away and says, let's not forget 2023. <laughs> she and, does not and, play. And, I love it. Yeah. And Kathy, not, I mean, you have more to talk, but I think the way that Andy delivers that is really like very thoughtful, right? She, mm-hmm. she brings a whole list of folks and she asks us to go to their websites and listen to what they have to say and kind of talk through options and all kinds of uh, moving pieces. 
Yeah, I think overarchingly, it, it's always, you know, we want a diverse group of speakers with a diverse message. And we try to get that right mix so that um, there's there's something for everybody. And hopefully many of the, the keynotes will resonate with most of the people. And, and so far, we've done a pretty good job of that, I think. So, yeah, and, and, and I'm sorry, go ahead, Jimmy. No, after you, please, Hal. I was going to add, because uh, uh, you brought it up, Ricky, about the, the venue is not a small thing for anyone that's ever done any planning. The logistics that go into finding a place to start with locally that's big enough to house 200 plus individuals and rooms for all the sponsors and vendors and has the space available and has good food and support and even wants us and all those moving pieces. So Jackie Fisher's done a really good job of keeping us straight with venues and looking at where to be and how to house our, our, our event. It's yeah. Alan, you forgot the most important thing. Which part? The beach. Dessert? It's <laughs> gotta, you got to have the beach there, right? If there's no beach, there's no conference, right? Oh, now see, we're going to trade that for the port. So you can go outside and listen to the Disney boats leave and play when you wish upon a star, oh, I right? cannot wait. But <laughs> you're exactly wait. right, Ricky. I mean, that's all part of it, right? For anybody, as we go mm -hmm. through this, the, the venue itself, all those internal logistics, but what about the external? What about yep. the mm -hmm. view? We have to make it a destination that people want to come to. Yes. Yeah. If and we, I will say, you know, just... If, 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 we, if we go back just a heartbeat there, and you're talking about some of these keynote speakers that you've brought in over the span of time, and mm -hmm. I'm just going to go back over the time that I've been blessed with the opportunity to be there to help MC the day for you, mm -hmm. right? And if we think mm -hmm. about, like, Avish, going back a couple mm -hmm. years, Avish Parashar, you know, awesome. he was amazing. Yeah. And and you kicked the day off with that. And, and the interesting thing that year, it, there, there was no low note that year, except for Ricky on stage. So it, it was... <laughs> 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 You're welcome, folks. <laughs> right, right. But but this is the thing with the Space Coast HR Conference is it's almost like every single speaker is truly their own keynote address. They are their mm -hmm. own keynote speaker. Uh, last year, uh, Joe Schaefer taking the stage was, was one thing. And then the other mm -hmm. thing, Ricky wasn't there. It was really good. So this year, <laughs> this year, when we look down the list here, you, you have Ashley Brundage, Lillian Chavez Moon, Darian mm -hmm. Finley. Uh, Darren Finley, sorry about that. Sam mm -hmm. Slay, and then of course the the partners over the law firm, Michelle Tatum Bush and and Lewis Wilson. Uh, mm -hmm. But thinking about these names and some of the people that have already been on the show here so far that we've had the opportunity to speak with, this is a rock star list, and mm -hmm. and, and I definitely want to hop on that train as well, commending Tandy and, and the team, and 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 to anyone that's attending the show. Anyone that's ever been to this conference, or even if you haven't been yet, you're in Topeka and you want to get away, you want to enjoy the port, <laughs> you want to come down and catch a rocket launch and maybe hit a cruise right right on the backside of this conference, you're in the right spot. You can get those points towards your credentials and get that recertification in place. And I'm sure that this team wouldn't mind you coming from Topeka to attend this conference. I think that'd be okay, right? We you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and, and I got to laugh because HR Florida is sponsoring. And Alan, I think you're going on this, right? The HR conference cruise. Yes. And, it, and if I'm not mistaken, that leaves three days after our conference. So you literally could come to our conference, <laughs> spend a couple days at Cape Canaveral, enjoy the port, get on your cruise. It's right there. Have a great time. It all dovetails. Get, get all of your 60 recertification credits in one week. 
you can't beat that. Wow. <laughs> you can't beat that at all. <laughs> I think, folks, for, for next year, you should really coordinate it to where as soon as the conference ends, everybody just hops on a chart. Actually, not even a charter bus, just Uber to the port and just hop on the cruise line and just leave from there. <laughs> So it starts with Space Coast HR conference and ends with coming back with a hefty bill from the cruise line. Oh, man, let me tell you. Maybe you can lobby Jackie to do it on the cruise ship. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, now you're talking. I, you hang on. Talking? Wait a minute. Wait, what is that? Off in the distance. Yes, that's Alan getting ready to rappel down to the ship, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You got to admit, Alan, that's going to be pretty awesome hopping on that cruise. This is like the inaugural cruise for that, too, right? I think it is. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, it, it's the HR. It's sponsored by HR Florida and I think HR Ohio. Mm-hmm. And it's a, a credited program. So I think I can get up to 14 credits toward my recertification. And I get to enjoy a cruise and I hear some great speakers. And mm-hmm. um, it's just a great way to, to promote my business my, and my certification. And at the same time. Enjoy myself. And, and, good. and immediately on the heels of the Space Coast HR exactly. conference, the amount of credits right you get within right. like a, a week's time huh? is absolutely that's unbelievable. Right. I didn't mean to no. jump in too hard there, Rick, but no, I, that's okay. I had to. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. You know what? To be honest, I think you guys should dub this. You know what? Last week was Speed Week over in Daytona, just north yeah. of you. You guys should dub this HR Week. Seriously, <laughs> HR. It's just the entire people camping outside, tailgating. Right, just doing playing all kinds of games. Think about it, JC. You know how the Bills Mafia does it. We could take your expertise from the Bills Mafia and bring it down here to Space Coast HR. Ricky, I don't know if anybody wants that. No, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, you know what, Alan, Kathy? I don't know if you guys because this is the first time you guys are doing this cruise. I think you guys are going to have way more fun than what you guys are planning on. <laughs> I think you are. <laughs> I think you are. Trust me, it's awesome. So I, I was yes. I was actually going to jump in really quickly on that because I, I you know HR Week makes me smile because one of the one of the goals of the conference is really to be accessible to people outside of HR, right? And just like Alan mentioned, right, his his company his his focus is on those those companies that are big enough to need HR but not big enough to have HR. Yeah. And so the conference, you know, as as much as we are here to serve HR professionals and give them a great day of learning and networking, we love to have those business owners and those business people come as well because it gives them networking opportunities with a lot of different partners, with HR people from similar companies, um, with other business people, right? So it's as much as this is an HR conference, it is absolutely not just for HR people. And we always are happy to have folks from the business community who are, I guess we'll call them HR adjacent, right? (laughs) I love that. Yeah, to, uh, HRAs. Become, right? HRAs. I like it. Well, our meetings too. So you go to a South Brevard Share meeting or a Space Coast HR Association meeting. We meet monthly, uh, nine or ten times a year, depending on holiday schedules. Mm-hmm. And there's networking before and networking after. Every meeting, we have somebody, several folks that are HR adjacent that have questions about whatever it might be handbooks, hiring, mm-hmm. who's available. And we're always trying to help each other do it. You get people like, me or Chris Delaney from our car or other folks that do this for a living, we don't charge for that. We're just here to help and network and be supportive. And if you can come to the Space Coast HR conference on April 20th, you'll get a full day of that. Mm-hmm. Learning, networking, partnering. I mean, there's sponsors that, of course, are sharing what they have. We've got JC and Ricky coming. It's just a, a really great day. And I mean, if I weren't president, I would be there. It's just that mm-hmm. good of a, a day to yep. learn and grow. 
And, and you're still in a very unique situation, specifically in the Space Coast area. When we look at the entire United States and we look at hiring trends and we look at relocations, you are literally within like the top five, if not, I think the top three statistically across the entire mm-hmm. country. And and when we're looking at people relocating to the area and some of the new skill sets and, and things that are available and the jobs that you're looking to fill, I'm sure you don't have any shortage of candidates for certain positions. Uh, trading off some of this business amongst each other could be something different as as well. Right. But uh, I, well, it's I, a tough market everywhere for sure. I put that I mean, out I to the room the, for a little humor, though. Too, I, I like yes. the laughter. I want to dig in on that with you. Go ahead, Alan. Please. Well, I think the EDC just mentioned that we were number three in the country for for relocation. Uh, this whole Palm Bay, Melbourne, it's it's a good high number. So it does make it challenging, and that's all the more reason why going to these conferences and Folks that are in HR, not in HR, but that do hiring, that are trying to build their companies, having this network, this group of folks that you can send a mass email to or a note and say, who do you know that's looking or this is the type of role I'm looking to fill? Or I just today got a call from a company that's in our network that said they unfortunately had to let somebody go and they wanted help with that and outplacement situation so I can help them get that connected. So it's all those things just being a part of um this group that really helps. And so I would, you know, again, encourage if anyone's on the fence or hasn't been before, what a great opportunity to meet mm-hmm. um, 200 without overstating it. Other yep. people that are in the same boat. Yep. Absolutely. Well, hopefully 500 to a thousand, very big venue. We could accommodate everyone <laughs> listening today. We could accommodate literally everyone listening today. And with that, everyone who's registered for this, by uh, March 16th is going to be automatically entered into a drawing that's going to be taking place. What they're looking to do is give away a registration, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Mm -hmm. That's absolutely right. And so all you have to do is is be on the list, have your ticket, um, go ahead and register for the conference, be on that list, and then we will pull a name and give that person a second ticket to bring somebody from their team or a colleague from their their work, or perhaps a business partner, or someone that they know um, in their their circle of of work colleagues, um, just to bring them to the conference and have that experience with with that other person. So we're excited for that. I think that's going to be a nice opportunity to to even share the message and the knowledge a little further. So let's fast forward twenty years. For 20 years, right? So let's say <laughs> Alan's like, oh, wow, Ricky, I can't even think about next week, let alone 20 years from now. <laughs> so no, let's fast forward, right? We have somebody, a president of an organization who stands up celebrating the 20th year anniversary of their organization, and they start telling the story on how they got there. How, how do we get here today? And they can trace that back 20 years ago because one of their colleagues registered early. They won the raffle. They're able to go to the event. They got connected with somebody mm-hmm. that really told them, this oh, is what you should do. This they, is the business you should start. They, they got connected with HR office savers. Let's, let's use that as go. an example. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They can, they can right. thank Alan for giving them the, so for, for connecting them for, to fill that position that kind of launched to that big career. Now they own that company 20 years later. Could you imagine if it comes back to this one very moment just because somebody won that raffle? That would be awesome. Oh, here it is, Rick. Yeah. And the cost is immeasurable. You cannot put a dollar amount on that registration, ladies and gentlemen. You really can't. Nope. You know, you might see the the amount that it costs to register, and it's nominal. It really is. When you think about the big picture and the value that you're getting out of this, look, I it's no lie. 
I used to work for PBS. I could go on like this and sell you a coffee mug if I keep going. I'm going to stop right there. It's not a hard to sell type thing. All right. But this is definitely something that you don't want to miss. Ricky, back to you. Yep, so, so let's talk about that, right? Because right now it is 2022. Everybody knows that we are um, knee deep into this pandemic. And it's, it's, I would assume there's a lot of HR pros out there, a lot of business leaders out there that are looking for just what is the next thing? How do we handle A? How do we handle B? How do we handle C? What are some of the things that attendees can expect over at, uh, at the Space Coast HR conference? Well, I will say that we don't have a speaker that's going to spend their entire time talking about COVID. Thank I you. know a lot of, a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure that it will come up in the, in the legal updates yeah. um, because it, it's just the life we live, right? Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, the opportunity is to say this in the, I'm trying to say this in the polite way, right? The, the official guidance has been a little murky at times. Okay. And, there, and there's been a lot of things that have been pushed down to employers. And so instead of being able to say, well, there's a law that says we have to do this or an ordinance that says we have to do this, now it's turned into, well, what's our policy, right? And, and I know my company is, is making its decisions um, mm-hmm. in line with, more in line with what we're comfortable with than, yeah. um, than other things, right? Um, so I think there's that opportunity that's invaluable to sit with somebody who's in the same industry you are or even a different industry and just say, well, how are you handling this? And how did you consider that? And you know, what's, you know, what did you find as you started to do these things? Um, I, I know there was a whole firestorm of conversation um, boy, this year, it feels like um, end of last year going into this year about tracking vaccine status for employees and how companies were doing or not doing that. And especially with defense contractors and executive orders. And it was amazing to hear how many companies that said, well, you know, we weren't going to, but now we're going to. And how are we yeah. going to do that? And other companies were saying, hey, we've been doing that for a year and a half. So, you know, it's it, that kind of conversation can be really helpful. And that's the kind of thing that it's hard to pull together if you're just trying to reach out to people individually. But when you're in a room with 200 people and you strike up that conversation at the table, you'll get more feedback and more information in 20 minutes. Um, it's going to be a really good opportunity, right? And, and for anyone listening, if you go to the website, which is spacecoasthrconference.com, again, that's spacecoasthrconference.com, we have a list of the speakers. We have the folks that are, that are going to be speaking. The specific topics aren't all that um, listed out. It's more about the speakers themselves. But if you think about going to these, you get your recertification credits. That's super. And you also get to learn and you get motivated. And I mean, just the legal update alone is valued. At, I, I shouldn't speak for Michelle and, and Lou of how much <laughs> they charge. But, you know, we she Michelle spoke at our last at one of our meetings. And we also, Kathy and I, each promote each of our chapters a full half day legal conference update. Kathy's in January, ours in September. And you're talking thousands of dollars of, yeah. of conference time mm-hmm. free. Well, not free. I'm sorry. You pay to get in, but we have lawyers that are giving you their updates. Yeah. We've got motivational speakers. We're talking about quality and diversity and how to lead businesses. And it's just a real great opportunity to hear a, a varied group of speakers give you several nuggets. Hopefully you can take away with you and take back to your business. You know, especially that networking piece, right? Because mm-hmm. maybe you go there and you listen to a specific topic from, from, you know, from the illegal speakers that, oh, wow, they didn't think about that. 
one thing that hit me this past year um, working with, you know, obviously with the whole COVID situation is how how the whole COVID conversation with the employees, um, you got to be careful, right? Because what you say or don't say what you do or don't do, you've got to make sure ADA it's uh, mm-hmm. it's you're 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 in compliance with ADA, FMLA, workers' comp, all these different things that you that normally people don't think about, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I can remember a couple of years ago, I think it was I think it was Michelle Tatum Bush, or I forget who it was, but I remember the first part of the day, I was at the broadcast booth, you know, just doing my uh, my uh, um, HR talk stuff, and then I saw Michelle get up. I think it was Michelle, but she said a couple of things, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute, I deal with this every single day. <laughs> yeah, I abandoned the booth. <laughs> <laughs> and I started walking, asking all these questions. And I'm like, I got to forget, I'm not an attendee. I'm here working. But it was just so impactful. It really mm-hmm. was so impactful because you go there thinking, all right, I'm going to learn some stuff. And you leave there like, wow, I learned some stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, that's where I can't wait, especially with everything that's happened in the past uh, um, 24 months. Um, it, it's to network with uh, different people, how they're handling all these different things. And look, let's be honest. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. I bet every single HR professional celebrated, went to happy hour when the Supreme Court said what they said a couple of weeks ago. I'm sure they did. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> because from my perspective, I'm thinking, all right, look, regardless how I feel about it, that's something I don't have to track, right? Because that was mm-hmm. that was going to be a logistical nightmare. But again, I'm just excited to meet with, uh, with uh, all the different business leaders and all the different um, HR people out there um, and exchange ideas. It's going to be a great time. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. You know, and that's, we, that's we, the goal, you. right? Mm-hmm. You know, come, come and learn something new. Um, look at something in a different way. Um, catch up with some people you might not have seen in a while. Make some new friends. Check out the, the partners and see if there's somebody there that can fill a gap for you. Right? There's all these opportunities to have so much more with you as you end the day than you did when you started. And so you know, we're, we're very um, hopeful that that's the experience people will have. And it's a lot of fun, right? You know, going to a conference, it's it's an energizing thing. I think most people walk out at the end of the day just pumped up and ready to go try something that they hadn't thought of or something that they just learned. And, and that's always a great thing. I know I do. Every time I go back to the office after the conference, my business partners know about it. Ah, oh, here comes Ricky. Here comes the five-hour <laughs> energy. <laughs> he's excited <laughs> and he's busting all these crazy ideas. Yeah, yeah, I, I got a value out of it. Good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, another benefit too. I know when I was in corporate, we used to we go we would take turns going to conferences, so we could bring the information back to our offices and share back what we thought we took away. And it was what a great way to get new ideas. I mean, you get so close in your own environment sometimes that being out in the open with other people and learning how other companies and other folks do things yes. can be really informative and empowering. Mm-hmm. Uh, something, and, and, something critical on that though too it, it, it really is a realm where you can share ideas and thoughts mm-hmm. and bring things out if you want to ask a question the room really doesn't judge you as a person for asking that question because it really is this environment of, of sharing knowledge and, and sharing opinions and thoughts you may even present a scenario that's hypothetical because it relates to your friend at another business <laughs> that's fine it's okay if it's a little edgy. Bring it out, though. You know, bring it to the table. Have a, mm-hmm. have that chat, even if it's on one of the break times. 
Here's one of the cool things I saw in the past, and I'm sure it's going to be set up kind of the same way. There, there was the main room where we had uh, the majority of the conference taking place, but then we also had the, the separate breakout rooms where some of the sponsors and vendors are. And that was actually a great networking opportunity, not just to learn more about some of the vendors that are in the area, but to, to meet some of your peers, to, to talk a little mm-hmm. bit about things that you might be interested in. You know, maybe you're really into data and not so much that title VII <laughs> that Ricky always talks about, right? <laughs> You know? The V. <laughs> he always calls yeah. it that. He calls it title VII. And I'm like, brother, I know you're joking. Don't say that outside of the podcast. <laughs> People are going to be like, what is, he? is that a new law or something? But you <laughs> know what? You know what? Uh, last year, last year at the event, I remember uh, it's I forgot. There is a there's also raffles at the end. Right. Mm-hmm. And and they're not small prizes, neither, because I saw a prize. One of them was a coach purse. Is that what it was? No, it was. And the reason it stood out in my mind is because I'm thinking if my wife knew that there was a possibility of me getting a coach purse and I didn't jump on it, she would kill me. So I rolled the dice. I just didn't do it. But somebody got it and and they were extremely happy. So can we expect some of the same prizes this year? Even more? I don't know which prizes there are. But I think that the, the whole concept, Ricky, I'm so glad you brought that up because one of the things we do spend a lot of time discussing up front is what we're going to do for the raffles and the giveaways and how we're going to make that work specifically about giving back. So mm-hmm. HR Florida is sponsoring Feed Florida, division of Feed America, and we're really into helping them with their food drives and, and uh, supporting the folks that they need to keep with nutritional meals and and fed. And so we're going to certainly promote that at our conference as well. So folks that attend will have an opportunity to to donate and to help. 100% goes to HR Florida, whatever we collect for that raffle, 100%. And um, we really hope that folks can give generously to help feed Florida. That is awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And you know what? Maybe one of these days we can add a prize of, you know what? If you win this raffle, you can come with uh, Kathy, Allen, Ricky, and JC over to the cruise, right? Because I'm throwing my names in there. Uh, I do I, and I love the fact that you just put your credit card on the line to take us all. I appreciate you. I like Excellent. Thank awesome. you, Ricky. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> yeah, but there will be. We're, we're going to raise money and there's going to be raffles and prizes and um, awesome. giveaways and i think the sponsors i'm sure will be giving stuff away or raffling stuff off too to promote their business and you know when you come it's not just to sit there and learn that's a really important part of it but it's also to give back and also hopefully to leave with something mm-hmm. so folks look tickets are still available they are still available mm-hmm. you can go on to spacecoasthrconference.com that is spacecoast hrconference.com it is a 25th anniversary that is happening in cape canaveral florida april 20th a day before my birthday. I'm going to announce it to everybody here right now. So uh, feel free to Venmo me stuff. <laughs> so no, but look, it, it's a, it's a tickets are still available. Trust me, you're going to get an immense value out of this, especially with, with, with what business leaders and HR, HR pros are going through these days. This is to go. This is a good place to go exchange ideas, get that network going and help each other out. So folks, tickets are still there. So I'd mm-hmm. uh, love to see you there. Excellent. 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 All right, JC, I'm going to send this over back to you because I think we have um, – actually, wait a minute. So hold on. Hold on one second, JC. So, Alan, real quick, real quick, because I can't believe I forgot about this. We got sponsors, don't we? 
for the uh, for the for the uh, um, uh, uh, Space Coast conference? We do. We do. We have we have uh, quite a few, and always, of course, we have opportunity for more for organizations that would like to get more involved. And Kathy, of course, I'll ask you to help with with promoting some of the sponsors. But Bulk Law is our mm-hmm. is our big sponsor for this conference. They're going to have a uh, uh, main podium for for this one, and then we have others that have that have joined. Kathy, do you? Yeah, recall? so um, we have six platinum sponsors. Um, so Acara and the EDC of the Space Coast, the Economic Development Commission of the Space Coast. Um, Paycor is one of our sponsors. Um, the, uh, uh, went out of my head, the night, sorry, UCF, um, Continuing Education awesome. is one of the sponsors. Um, and Sofa then Sofa Brevard, uh, Sofa Brevard uh, which is a really nifty uh, financial advisory group. Um, and, and they've been a partner with us in the past. We're glad to have them back. And then the backyard um, games and eatery, and just not they to go awesome. too far in a tangent, but if if you haven't thrown axes at the backyard, oof, you know you're missing it. So, <laughs> so true. Let me tell right. you, you nobody is ever as good as they think they are when they first throw the axe. <laughs> they are. <laughs> All I know is that people took cover when I did it last time, and I'm not doing that again. So there, there's, can, there's still an opportunity, though, to become a sponsor. There's there's an opportunity to jump on ship with that still, right? Oh, absolutely. So podium time. So we're, we have a, a really blessed to have strong sponsorship from Signature Volk and the six platinum sponsors that Kathy mentioned. We've got a few gold sponsorship opportunities available, too, as well as bronze sponsorships. We, we do... Part of, part of what we try to do with our community and networking is promoting our sponsors as best as we can. And we can't do any of this without sponsorships, yep. whether it's our individual monthly meetings or the, the annual event that we do or the biannual legal updates. I mean, all of this has to do with speakers coming in, making their time and sponsors putting up to say, we support HR and this is why and how. And, you know, special thanks to Volk and Paycor and Acara and EDC and Backyard and UCF and SOFA. They, um, also, we have a few others, if I may, Fort Harrison, EAF, Webster, Manpower, Florida Blue, Sageview. I mean, these guys have all said we want to be a part of HR and we want to get in front of HR people, but mostly we believe in what you guys do. So we're going to help you mm-hmm. run this show. So thanks to everyone who's done that. But they actually have that opportunity to get up in front of the crowd. Like uh, We've seen some of those sponsors. They, they've got dedicated stage time as well, right? So we're, we're sold out of that. We we have stage oh. time for the platinum and the signature. Uh, um, uh, real but, quick, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, you got to be early. You got to be the early birds yeah, on this one. You got to be the early bird, yeah. Oh, these yeah. guys. Some of these guys paid up before the before this year's already. I mean, before last year's ended, they were already signing up to be sponsors yep. um, for that reason. Oh, got to get in the room though. So that, uh, we still have an opportunity to get in the room. There, you were saying, Kathy, you can right? Still get in the room, absolutely. We'd love to have you in the room. We'd love to spot, to, to support you and um, share your name and, and your mission and message with hopefully 200 or so HR people, 2,000 HR adjacent people that can come. 2,500. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if, and if you are interested, it's the same website, uh, spaceghostHRconference.com. At the top, you'll see the uh, the uh, different labels, home, speaker, spo- our sponsors, and sponsorships available. So click on that. You'll get all the information you need to get in for April 20th. Excellent. All right, folks, we are at the point of the show that now we're going to do 
um, uh, 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 check out some uh, current events. And we will, I would love, JC and I would love to get your thoughts on it from an HR perspective on these current events. Do you guys got a little bit of time? Sure. Yes. Excellent. All right. Excellent. All right. Well, you guys, for sure. Uh, Alex, See yeah, that? Thank you. Yeah, I thank love you that. <laughs> Hey, uh, before we get too far into the program, there is something that we normally kick things off with that we completely forgot about. Folks let you see life from another perspective. They can expand the mind and awareness. These are inspirational quotes. Let's kick you by. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Inspirational quotes with Ricky Bias. Here we go. Never, ever treat employees like they don't have an option. If you keep treating that person that doesn't have an option like crap, they will eventually be put in a position where they will find one and that option is not going to be you. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. If you're in a bad marriage, walk away from it. Ricky Baez, that's what you said. Isn't that what you just said? What I said. No, I could have sworn that's what you said. I don't know. It's it's always weird. Oh, dude, you're killing me. Weird, (laughs) all. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Current events this week is brought to us in part by the Space Coast HR Conference. Stop by SpaceCoastHRConference.com. Grab your tickets while you have the opportunity. And feel free to stop by and check out HR Office Savers. I hear they're pretty neat. They didn't pay, they to, be, neat. They didn't pay to be they part are. of this. They didn't pay to be part of this, but it's okay. We don't take money for any of that stuff. Let me tell you. We don't. I talk yeah, about Biasco like every other week and no one knows who they are. You know? He forgets it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> What's that website again? Biascoing. All right, so this first story that we have is coming to us from ZDNet, ZDNet.com, and the title of the article, well, we're sharing this for educational and informational purposes. We're going to put a little bit of this out there and throw it back to the room for dissection. Can I get a human resources job without a degree? The article was written by Melissa Sartori, contributor to ZDNet. Many of the entry-level HR jobs provide on-the-job training with opportunities to learn as you go. You could advance to mid-level roles by gaining work experience. Do you really need the degree to get the job? Within the article, she goes on to further uh, further explain that there are certificate programs or different diplomas that you could obtain out there. But writing a high-quality, comprehensive resume and cover letter to get into the field is a great way to go. Um, cover letters are a touchy sore topic of debate in some recruiting circles nowadays but we're not even going to open that door but uh the general consistency of this entire article heads down that path of whether or not you actually need the degree if you can get by with a certificate or you know in certain areas of the country they even have some of these internship programs where they're training up high schoolers and and bringing them in on Mm. partnerships like that and and crafting the workforce of tomorrow with the skills that they're learning today um with that general topic, without getting into too much of the specifics on this specific article, what are your thoughts on that one? Throwing it out to the room, starting with Kathy. I think that that's, that's absolutely true. And, and I will say that there is a, a relatively new HR apprenticeship program out. So just as in the past, the trades would have an apprenticeship to be an electrician or a plumber, there is now an apprenticeship for HR. And that is an avenue into the profession. 
Um, I think if, if the last couple of years have taught us nothing else, it's that everybody learns in their own way. And, and you can't, and this has been a long time coming, you, you can't say, well, you know, the degree is the make or break because there's so many different ways for people to prove their competency. And so, you know, I think it's, it's, it's a little hard to change the, the, the thought patterns of the past. You know, people of my generation is like, oh, you got to go to college, you got to get that degree. I'm not sure that that's really the, the truth anymore, Oh, and I, especially coming into HR, right? So maybe here's the trick for the resume then. Maybe on the resume, you just very simply write in there, I grew up near a college. My friend has a degree. <laughs> Put it in there so it beats the HRS system, and you get the interview. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. No. Never yeah, let brother, don't do that. that. <laughs> School of hard knocks, right, JC? That's right. That's yeah. right. But yeah, I, and, my... And my it, it, I was going to say it's not to downgrade the degree. You know, I'm a believer in education, but there's so many. There's professional certification through HRCI. There's professional certification through SHRM. There's the apprenticeship program. There's a lot of different ways to prove your HR abilities. Um, and, and I do think that if you don't look at people who have that background, you're you're probably missing out on some really great talent. Alan. And uh, um, yeah, so my perspective is for sure there, there's jobs you can get without a degree, and HR is one of those functional back office types of roles that you can learn on the job. Um, I mentioned earlier I work with a lot of small companies that simply don't have time to train, so you couldn't get an HR job at a 50-person company. Typically, they need somebody with the experience walking in. But you know, we have the saying that we use. It's, it's you can feel free to use it, guys, if you'd like. It's not mine. I've heard it before, but it's there's a job for everyone, but not everyone for this job. That's and mine. So, That's mine. So, <laughs> so, you know, you you don't have a degree, but you want to be uh, a CHRO, a DRS. I don't know that that's going to fly or not because <laughs> of the growth that's required and the, and the level. But you want to go be an HR generalist at a 50 person industrial firm up at. Sure. Absolutely. So I think it's it's not. I mean, obviously, the, the, just like everything else, there's more layers to the question. But I think you have to really look at what are you looking for? What are you qualified for? What's available? And what's the right fit? And yeah, you can do HR without a degree. I mean, I filled a lot of jobs that, uh, when I was back at Honeywell at these technician roles that didn't require degrees, just experience. But to become the next level of first level engineer, you needed a degree. So, you know, what's the balance? You just got to figure out what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Ricky, they're knocking it out of the park, and I kind of want to ditch you and do HR talk with just them from now on. Do you actually, <laughs> Rick? What about you? Thoughts on this one? I I, I agree with with uh, Kathy and Alan. I grew up in an environment where I was always told you you're not going to get anywhere until you, until you get a college degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I think a lot of people in my generation got that same um, advice, and I used that in air quotes. Be well, no, I'm not going to use it in air quotes because they was giving us the advice they thought was valuable at the time. Right. Fast forward to right now, we literally have an entire encyclopedia in our pockets. My third grade teacher always told me, you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket. I'm still trying to find her and tell her, I do, Mrs. Anderson. (laughs) I have a calculator in my pocket. The reason I'm saying that is that it's because I tell all of my clients who require degrees for a generalist position, an HR manager spot, I tell them, "Don't, don't ask for credentials of their education. Figure out a way how to test the behavior that you're looking to to get out of them. And if they exhibit those behaviors, then hire that person. Because anybody can have a degree, have five PhDs, and just do nothing with the education. So I'm not looking for education. I'm looking for action. I'm looking for hunger. So that is the advice I would give um, 
my my clients. Now, Alan brought up a really good point, though, because I wasn't thinking about it. It depends on the size of the organization. If it's a small organization and they don't have time to train, then, yeah, maybe you have to rely of uh, of, uh, of a graduate degree, some kind of a, a bachelor's to help you. Um, with that content. But if the organization is big enough when they have a robust training and development program and a good apprenticeship program, then yeah, a degree is not needed. So it's not a blanket um, uh, requirement. It should depend on the situation. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Just like Ricky Baez said, quit your job. <laughs> Find a new and career. And your marriage, too. I mean, <laughs> That's right. Just drop everything in your life. Awesome. We've got two presidents of Sherm on the program today, and this next story deals with two more presidents. This past week, out of Alexandria, Virginia, Sherm, the Society for Human Resource Management announced, and by the way, Windows, I want to thank you very much for the virus and security <laughs> threat protection update in the middle of the announcement here. <laughs> Jeez Louise, I tell you. So Sherm has announced this past week, President and CEO Johnny C. Taylor Jr., Sherm SCP, will engage in an exclusive conversation with President George W. Bush on Wednesday, June 15th at Sherm's signature conference, the Sherm 22 Annual Conference and Expo. It will be held in New Orleans, Louisiana from June 12th to 15th. There is also a virtual option for those unable to travel. Recent breaking news this past week from Sherm. Going around the room, starting with Ricky. Man, the last time I went to a sharing conference in Louisiana, I had, again, way more fun than what I thought I would. Landed in the airport. They had a band welcoming all the sharing people. It was really, really cool. Um, I'm not going to be able to go this year. I wish I could go, um, especially with that panel, right? Because I think I saw George W. Bush. I also saw Johnny C. Taylor. I saw a couple of more people that I'm interested in seeing. Um, I, it's, I might do the virtual one uh, because I will, I, I will love to see that panel, but... Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go, but hopefully next time when they come to Orlando. And Alan, over to you, sir. Yeah, I think that would be a really good um, a good discussion to witness. I won't be there in person either, but I might be able to um, join virtually. I think, you know, on a personal level, I don't get too involved in my HR world with politics. Certainly, we deal with it with the OSHA statements and minimum wage and all the other pieces that we have to deal with in HR. But at the end of the day, the law is the law and the process is the process. So I would go, I'd be very interested to hear that conversation about how, um, depending on where it went, but what those discussions look like behind the scenes and how policy is made, and especially when HR is involved. And as an ancillary, if I may, we, Kathy and I both were recently up in, I'm sorry, we're, I, I was up in Tallahassee not too long ago. Um, HR Florida sponsored meetings with our state legislators to talk about HR laws and processes. And that was really fascinating. And I would encourage every HR person that is involved with policy and handbooks and process within an organization to really think about what is going on with the state legislature that could impact their day-to-day, everything from uh, training to interview process to, we talked earlier about degrees in the workplace and Stuff like that's all part of the whole discussion, so it's pretty neat. I would be love to hear this. That deserves an applause right there, JC. Let me tell you, because he, he is 100% spot on, man. If you're involved in putting those together, it is crucial that you're involved and you get to see how that process works and maybe affect some change for that uh, for, for for the organization as well. well so and, awesome. And with that one, though, too, uh, there were a lot of amazing photos of like the interior of the rotunda and some things <laughs> that went up on social media. Yeah. Kudos uh, to people out yeah. there that were putting that out there. I, I think if uh, 
there, there was this one account. Ah, oh, geez, maybe it was HR Office Savers. I can't remember. They did put amazing pictures. Up. Oh, that was you. That was <laughs> Alan. Was. Oh, <laughs> man, good stuff, Kathy. I'm your thoughts on this podcast stuff? every week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I what I'd add to the to the conversation is, um, you know, sometimes HR has had an interesting perception in in the workplace, and it's like, oh my God, you're in HR. You know, there, people kind of looked at us in a certain way for, for the things that we had to accomplish for our organizations. Every time I see a speaker like George W. Bush um, agreeing to come and talk at a conference, I think, how amazing is HR? Here's a man who does not have to come talk to us. He doesn't have to talk to anybody, That's right? But, but, yeah. but, he's, but he's decided that it's worth his time and trouble to go to New Orleans to sit in a room with 15,000 HR people and have that conversation. And, and so, you know, that to me just elevates all of us because here are people who have a choice going back to, you know, the beginning of the show, we all have choices and they have plenty of choices for what they're going to do with their time and their energy. And they're choosing to spend that on us. And so that's just an amazing thing. Amazing things and amazing <laughs> words from an amazing president, Kathy Scott. Look at that. Amazing. Oh, I got the recorder music. I'm so happy. Absolutely. That's really well said. Thanks, Kathy. Our next piece here is coming from the nationallawreview.com. The EEOC has made major revisions to the 2021 EEO1 filing procedures for third-party human resource organizations. Not going to go too in-depth on this one, but this is from uh, James A. Patton, Mike Pike, uh, Morgan Pike Epperson. Uh, Ogletree, Dinkins, Nash Smoke, and Stewart PC. Some of the highlights out of this one. Each client company must now have its own EIN number. That's the federal tax ID number. Uh, and uh, if a third-party HR organization will file the EEO1 Component 1 on its behalf, it has to be under its own EIN. The company registration must be for the client company and not for the third-party HR organization. Every filer is required to have an individual-level user account access to the EEO-1 Component 1 online filing system. They go on to further explain that once the client company creates its own registration record, it can invite the third-party HR organization to create an associated user account and then file the EEO-1 Component 1 report on behalf of the client company. Also, the third-party HR organization will not be allowed to file the EEO-1 Component 1 report that includes itself and the client company and or a report that includes multiple client employers. And then the last key bullet point here, the third-party HR organization is not allowed to certify a client company's EEO-1 Component 1 report or serve as the client employer's certifying official. These are interesting things with JC. Are they? No, no. That's, <laughs> okay, I, mean, I was going to say. <laughs> that, is my, that is my separate podcast, and it kind of fell into okay, that realm for a second. But no, but this is uh, big news coming out of the National Law Review for this week right here. Um, uh, first up on deck on this one, Alan, your thoughts? I, I'm, I'm interested to see how that impacts the small businesses like mine. And I don't really get into the EEO on filings. So companies, my companies typically aren't large enough for in that space, and um, part of that's intentional, frankly, but I think that the, um, well, I'm interested to see how that impacts, not unlike the rules and laws that come out with E-Verify or how it impacted even tax accountants and can they sign, not sign for someone else's taxes. And so, um, yeah, I, I don't know that I have an opinion per se yet, JC, but I'm, I'm interested to see how this plays out. Thank you much. 
Ricky, stand by. Kathy, over to you. <laughs> Good, because I didn't know that was a thing. I'm trying to, guess, I'm going to have to look into it now. So, yeah. Go ahead, Kathy. So, so I think this is one of those rules that you, you have to spend a minute and not more than that trying to figure out why we had to have that rule, right? <laughs> but, right. But, um, and the EEO1 is, you know, it, it's one of the more straightforward compliance reports that are out there. I, I, I don't know how this is a bad thing, right? Getting good data from employers so that we can understand the composition of the workforce is always a great thing. Um, you know, it's a little sad that they had to come up with a ruling to specify how people are supposed to do the report. But now that it's clear, hopefully that will take whatever the issue was off the table. Um, and, you know, and hopefully everybody will, will not have an issue complying. So Good. I didn't even know that was an issue. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> so I'm going to have to look into it. But now, you know, you know, hearing both of you speak on it. I can see why they had to do that now because I'm sure the data they're getting to make sure they're in compliance was diluted somehow, and they have to make sure it was a little bit more um, uh, organized. So that's the only reason I would think mm -hmm. that it, the EEO decided to say, we need to do something about it. I'm going to take a deeper dive into it. And you heard it here first, the words from Captain Noncompliant. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> We're doing Florida Man. Story. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Florida Man stories this week brought to you in part by Baez Cohen. Stop by Ricky's website to do stuff with things. <laughs> Told you he doesn't get it right. Thanks, so, JC. So this, I should pay you. This story right here is not going to be your typical Florida Man or Florida Woman story. It is something much better than that. The International Franchise Association has released its 2022 Franchise Economic Outlook Report, which projects Florida as the second best state in the entire United States for franchises in 2022. Nationally, franchising has helped lead the economic recovery, and in Florida, franchising employment rates grew at a rate of 10.3%, with 60,740 new jobs created in 2021 alone. Now, that's according to the report. 2022 will continue with more franchises choosing the Sunshine State in the upcoming months. Some statistics here. Franchising grew to 58,885 establishments in 2021, projected to grow an additional 3.3% in 2022, increasing to 60,809. Franchises' economic output grew at a record rate of 18.10% in 2021, with an increased output of $61.6 million. Output, grew, uh, output growth is expected to continue into 2022 at a rate of 6.1%, provided the gasoline doesn't shoot up to $6 a gallon. Franchising <laughs> in Florida will create an additional 27,273 career opportunities in 2022, and the report also states that following 2020 shutdowns, output for franchises rebounded by over 16%, reaching nearly $788 billion in economic output. This is your Florida Story of the Week. Ricky. I believe it. I believe it. it, it it's we ha we are the number one destination uh, travel de destination. I'm curious. This um, us being second, we're second to who? Did it say who was number one? Uh, Puerto Rico. No, I don't know. <laughs> I no, it. it didn't say. It didn't say. Well, I mean, look. You got Miami Beach. You got it. It's, if you live in Orlando, you have a beach within an hour and a half on average uh, on either side, right? So I believe that a hundred percent. And the reason for that, actually, if uh, 
the folks can't see this, right? But only us four here can see it. If you, if uh, Kathy and JC, if you look over Alan's left shoulder, Alan, if you can move to the right a little bit. There you go. You see those tags there, those Mickey, Donald Duck, and all those things? <laughs> That's the reason why franchise is really big down here, right? Because of Disney, Universal, all the theme parks, all the travel destinations. All it means is more jobs here in Florida, and keep it coming. I, I, That is great news. I just wonder who number one is so we can figure out how far away we are and can beat them out of there. Uh, just, keep keep number one. just keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. <laughs> That's right. Kathy. I don't know, Alan? What do you think? Oh, Kathy. Kathy, yeah, I'm sorry. Kathy. yeah we're going to let Alan wrap this one at the end. But, Kathy, you're next. Well, you know, I'm glad to hear it. There's still not a Panera Bread in Cape Canaveral, so hopefully this new wave of franchises <laughs> will bring bring one to town. Uh, but, um, awesome. You know, I, I I can see it, right, because it's it, franchising is a, is a really um, a somewhat more accessible way to build some wealth, right, and get mm-hmm. into business. Um, and with the people that come here, um, lots of disposable income moving through the state. Um, so I, I, I can see it and, and I'm happy for it. And I hope that everybody who's taking advantage of all of Absolutely. those opportunities is successful. And again, if you want to build a Panera in Cape Canaveral, Florida, <laughs> I will be waiting outside the door at your ribbon cutting. You know what? I, I, I think you just gave Biasco LLC an idea to head down a new path. I don't know. And when we think about those small businesses and franchising in this topic all the way around, uh, Ellen Bernstein, over to you. Yes, but you know, I'm a big fan of small business, even franchises. They have to have their very own handbook policy manual. They can usually piggyback off of a big company. But I love seeing the growth. I mean, I'm all for it. When I moved to Vieira, it was just us and one entrance and exit and um, cow pastures, not literally, but it was just barren. And now it's growing. We've got a Costco down the road. And Kathy, I'm looking for Trader Joe's. I already have a Panera. Ah, Trader Joe's. So, you know, I'm, I'm all for it, JC. And I, I love it for the business, for my business. But also, I think that folks, you know, we complain so much high or low. We can't fill jobs. We can't hire enough people. I can't find a job. I don't like what I do. All these things. But we're in a world of opportunity. I mean, it's not free to do a franchise, but it just gives more and more options to individuals or hiring or looking for work to be gainfully employed. And I was I just love that gainful employment thought. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at that time in the program where it's time to go around the room for final thoughts. Final thoughts on the day, starting with Ricky Bias. I just want to thank Kathy and Alan for taking time out of their evening for hanging out with us today. Really appreciate your time. Looking forward to uh, to seeing you guys again in person at the uh, Space Coast HR Conference here on April 20th. Um, so final thoughts, folks. Conferences are there for a reason. And it, it's it's it's. I know it's hard as an HR pro. I know it's hard as a business owner where you're trying to navigate through these uncharted waters and trying to communicate with, with other people to see who's doing what. These conferences is what's going to help you. These conferences is what's going to give you that GPS for you to get to where you got to get to. SpaceGhostHRConference.com. Tickets are still available. We'll see you there. And over to Alan and Kathy, whoever would like to go first with your final thoughts on the day. I'll go. So I want to give a thanks back to Ricky and JC. You guys have been really good supporters of Space HR Conference for years. Thanks for having us on the show. We really appreciate the opportunity to talk more about the conference. I remember when I was a corporate HR guy, and it's, it's, a, it's relevant now, too, that I'm independent. But you, 
we're always the folks in HR that other employees and managers and people come to, and we're expected to have the answers. And we don't necessarily automatically have the answers. We have to find the answers. We have to learn the answers. Some of the stuff we get through experience. Going to these conferences, going to the the South Brevard Sherm or the Space Coast HR Association, networking events and professional development events once a month really helps you grow that mind share and learn more on how to be a better HR practitioner. So I would encourage if you're doing HR, if you think you're doing HR, if you want to do HR, you know, it's um, it's a really great opportunity to, to mix, mingle and, and learn more. And, and I think all I would add is just, you know, go out to LinkedIn. It's Space Coast HR Conference or South Brevard Sherm or Space Coast HR Association. Um, there's lots of opportunities to connect with the community, whether it's at the conference or at a chapter meeting or just hit us up in direct messaging and LinkedIn. We're here to help. We're happy to, to help. Uh, look forward to meeting you. And so, you know, can't wait till April. And um, you know, leave all that cold weather in Buffalo, please. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Was, no, the the only cold here, thing, so. the only cold thing in the room that day, Kathy, I'm going to tell you, is going to be Ricky's heart. He he's just got such a he's he is the Darth Vader of HR. The things he does, I don't, I can't even tell you. You know, I got I don't coffee. Even it's okay. My goodness. You know. Hey, uh, my final thoughts here as we play some of the outro music. It's truly been a pleasure to be back on my show. Uh, thanks, Ricky, for stopping by. No, I'm kidding. No, it's so good to finally be back in the in the mix of things. And Alan and yeah. Kathy, really appreciate your time today. I didn't even get an opportunity to scratch the surface of the things I do want to talk to you about. Love to get that commitment from each of you to interview you separately. Have you come back? Kathy, I want to dissect the world of HRS and data with you. And Alan, I want to go knee deep into the world of small business. Would the two of you be willing to come back separately to talk with us as a different program? Would that be okay? I love it. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Got fantastic. it recorded. Appreciate it. it. Yeah, no, and that's the best part, being live to tape. It is now written. Let it be written. Let it be told. It's in stone. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the Space Coast HR Conference, uh, Bias Go, HR Talk, just Ricky's dog, every everyone that helps out, you know? Honey Pie, yeah. yeah honey Pie. Yeah. She helps out. Is that the name of your dog, really? Honey, honey Pie, you I know this. Cut this out. I thought it was Moogle Guy Pan. You're killing me. It's this not- guy over here. <laughs> we're walking down the street the other day. He's like, yeah, I'm at the A1A Be- Beachfront Studios. I'm like, where? He's like, oh, by the retention pond. That's my house. I'm like, that's not a Duh. beachfront. <laughs> that's not a beachfront. You put a bag of sand out by the retention pond. This guy. I don't know. We we try to have a good time. Try to make light of, of good things and, and, and have fun here at HR Talk. It's been our pleasure to be here again for you this week. Ladies and gentlemen, drive safe. Have a good night, and we will see you in April at the Space Coast HR Conference.